0: The following is a continuation and conclusion of part one of the special CPA Canada Mental Health podcast. In part one, we discussed the term mental health and how the term may have different meanings for practitioners we also discuss what are some examples of mental health issues and what are some potential warning signs that you need to be aware of. We encourage you to listen to part one prior to listen to part two of this podcast. In part two, we resume the discussion with the panelists, Debbie Gorslein, Susan McIsaac, and Brianna Kearney to talk about what steps SMPs can take to mitigate work stressors and promote personal and professional well-being. Let's listen in.
1: I think, uh, foundationally, it's it's just really important to just make a stance on mental health firm wide, you know, ac- across your company. You know, we want to talk about mental health, and we want to support our employees' mental health. So I, I think that's something that's worked really well for us at, at Live CA is is just being open about it and building that that foundation. I think it's also really important to have some resources in place, you know, things like an employee assistance program or other health benefits, and then also be aware of those benefits and and making sure you're uh, making it clear to the team, like giving them information about those resources when they need them. I think, too, another sort of foundational thing is is just creating a really safe space uh, to talk about mental health. You know, as an HR manager, I try to always make it really clear that whatever is talked about is private. Of course, if I needed to talk to a, a health practitioner because it was becoming a dangerous situation then you know i i try to make that clear but aside from that it's it's a a very private space for those conversations so i think creating that safety as well helps people to to open up a little bit more about it and i think too just being an ear you know there's a a lot of resources and things we can put in place and, and it can feel a little bit daunting but i know for myself personally One of the most important things for me is if someone can just listen, (laughs) you know, I think a lot of times, you know, as go-getters and type A personalities, we may be looking for solutions, like let's fix this problem. But sometimes the best thing we can do is just listen. And that's, I think, sometimes more valuable
0: than we even realize. And then I want to just ask Susan here if she can expand upon what Brianna says from a practitioner's point of view is, what can SMPs do better to help foster a healthy environment to encourage an open and honest dialogue?
2: I think the best thing that we can do as, as practitioners is to be proactive. Before we become aware that a staff member or a coworker, is suffering from mental health challenges, that we can be creating the space we can be with our employee benefits plan we can have an employee assistance program which may give them access to resources to counseling for example and we can make sure that people know those tools are out there many of the resources listed in the framework as well we can be putting them in front we can be posting them on the on the um, bulletin board in the kitchen we can be at staff meetings bringing them up and just letting our employees know what there is out there and the help they can get. And if we can do that upfront before anyone has any mental health concerns, then maybe we can we can head off some more um, really difficult experiences for some staff. But if if we haven't got there, if we, if we find ourselves in a position that we realize that staff members are having a mental health challenge or perhaps even a mental health crisis, because that happen in a work environment, it can happen in hours. We need to be sure that we're being We need to look at ourselves and how we're reacting to it and dealing with it. Again, we we have to provide them with the resources, but as the partners, we also have to be aware of that other staff are are probably going to know something's going on. They may or may not know details of the issue, and we aren't going to break any confidences or any privacy with our staff. But uh, other staff do need to know that we are being supportive of employees, that we aren't allowing Subpar performance, just you know, because we don't accept that we aren't playing favorites, but we need to ensure that other staff is aware of the seriousness of the situation and that we are providing space and helping to look out for an individual when they're going through a difficult time in their life.
0: I would reiterate the fact to echo it that, yeah, like the conversations may be uncomfortable in the beginning, but as you do it, as you get more used to doing conversations, I think that's something that for sure it helps create an open and honest dialogue. So it's not something that will happen really quickly right away. So I think everyone's got to work at it. So, no, that's great insight there that you guys were able to provide. Now we're going to shift over to the next question where a lot of what you guys have said leads to the part where talking about how important is it for SMPs to take a proactive approach rather than a reactive approach when dealing with mental health. So I'm going to pose this question to Debbie here is that what's the importance of being proactive rather than reactive? And what are potential repercussions if SMPs or practitioners don't take mental health seriously?
3: Well, for some practitioners, I think the idea of keeping it front of mind is very important. And this will enable to ensure that they're, they're making sure they're taking care of themselves before they take care of their clients. And then that will ensure that they're able to help serve their clients better. And I think part of the repercussions of not taking care of our mental health is how we deal with our clients. And the end result is you may lose a client and that's never what anybody wants.
0: The key thing here is to be proactive wherever possible don't be reactive. Even if you are proactive, it may not solve the issue, but you'll get ahead of it, as opposed to being reactive. As previously mentioned by our panel, we do have our mental health policy framework that is available on the CPA Canada website. In this framework, it provides a list of sample policies and initiatives that SMPs can incorporate in their own mental health policy framework. We encourage everyone to go to the CPA Canada website for more details. I'm going to pose the next question to Brianna. In many cases, some firms may not implement appropriate policies or may conduct certain actions that may not be as beneficial when approaching the topic of mental health. This question is more from a holistic level, but can you quickly chat about one or two examples of what S&P should not do when approaching the topic of mental health?
1: Yeah, I guess two things. One would be uh, to do nothing. is <laughs> probably um, one that should be avoided, especially at this point. I think the pandemic has really highlighted to us how important talking about mental health is, and and having some resources in place. You know, I think it can feel really overwhelming starting to dig into. Uh, mental health and how to provide resources. But from my experience, just really small steps can help. And I would say the other thing is to not ignore red flags. Um, and this is maybe even more importance. You know, oftentimes there are red flags, but because we're busy, you know, we're in busy season and there's, there's so much work or transitions on the team or whatever it may be. We assume, you know, best case scenario, that it's not a big deal or it will resolve itself. And oftentimes that's not the case. You know, it's really in the best interest of the person involved, the team, and of the clients to take the time to dig into the issue. So, so, yeah, I would say those would be the two.
0: The key point here is doing nothing is not an option. For you, the listener, you have taken the first key step to learn more about mental health and what you can potentially do to implement mental health initiatives at your firm. While we're not mental health professionals, it's important for everyone to become more aware about the topic. Now we're heading towards the end of this special podcast. While COVID-19 has brought mental health to the forefront, the struggles of properly addressing the issue of mental health in the workplace has always been critical, and sometimes it's been overlooked or downplayed. I'm going to ask the panel to provide their final thoughts here and share why they believe mental health should stay a priority for SMPs to manage in the future. First, I'll go to you, Debbie, to get your final thoughts.
3: Thank you, Vandeep. I think we've all brought forward many ideas of why it's important. And I think it's the main thing to remember is it is okay and important to continually take care of your own mental health there's nothing wrong with putting yourself first. And I think that's something we need to remember. And by doing all that, that helps us continue to be able to work and and serve our clients, which is always our number one goal.
0: All right. Perfect. No, thanks there, Debbie. And Susan, any um, last final thoughts here to add on the podcast about why mental health should stay a priority for everybody?
2: The key I think is, right now as damaging as the pandemic has been on so many fronts it has brought the topic of mental health to the forefront it's easier to talk about now take the opportunity and and talk about it now a healthy workplace is going to be a more productive workplace it's, it's going to be in all of our best interests in the long run
0: exactly and uh, finally last but not least brianna any final last comments
1: I guess just to add on to yeah what Susan just said, that mental health has become easier to talk about through the pandemic, and I am really grateful for that. You know, clearly mental health is part of our lives outside of the pandemic as well. So it's, it's great to have this space to be able to talk about it and and um, open up new op- opportunities for conversations and connections
0: no for sure so as we wrap up our discussion here it's important to remember that mental health affects everyone both on a personal and professional level and this is an area that smps and senior leadership need to monitor and assess regularly to ensure that everyone is taking proper care of themselves and that from a perspective of a firm employers are doing their part to support a constructive environment. So finally, a few key takeaways that you, our listener, can take away from this podcast. One, it's important that SMPs and senior staff need to work towards removing the stigma associated with mental health and encourage people to foster workplace where open and honest discussion is valued. second, SMPs should also monitor their own mental health to ensure they can identify and address any potential issues that may arise. You got to first take care of yourself before you can start taking care of others. And finally, three, this is really important to acknowledge, SMPs and practitioners were not all mental health professionals. So when a situation escalates or it's beyond your scope of understanding, it's essential to recognize when external help would be best. And lastly, um, just to reiterate, we do have the mental health policy framework for small to medium sized practitioners that is available for free on the CPA Canada website. So please visit www.cpacanada.ca. This is a great resource which we encourage everyone to access as a starting point to figure out how to implement mental health initiatives at your firm. Thanks again to Debbie, Susan, and Brianna for being on the panel today, as well as sharing your insights on this important issue. Leading by example makes a great difference. And we thank all of you for listening and tuning in and joining with us. CPA Canada podcasts cover material that is for educational purposes only, with a focus on the experience and context of members. For more information about the legal responsibilities, we encourage you to visit www.cpacanada.ca. Thanks again for listening in.